is in fact happening, and we are live in three, two, and one, and welcome back. We're here, whether you like it or not, ladies and gentlemen. The party has arrived. I I was awake. Actually, I've been actually, believe it or not, I've been awake before the show uh, every single episode Ooh. this time. I haven't like slept in or nothing. I've been waking up on time lately. This is ridiculous. Almost like a good night's sleep does you good. Who would have Who would have imagined a good night's sleep would actually uh, be good for you? I that's can't. That's a surprise. Yeah, that's... <laughs> mm. So, uh, a little bit about what I've been up to this week. It's been catch-up. Uh, not for recording, but in like actual gameplay content. Because I realized of major oversight I've made in Atelier which forced me to uh, go and do a bunch of content I just neglected to do because I found out that the best that the next set of weapons and armor I want which are now which are also considered to be the best ones in the game which is I'm like right at that point where I should be able to get them soon uh they're locked behind quest content and extra content so I can't even get the recipes to make those ingredients without doing all this other content yeah not a good feeling mm. not a not a great not a great feeling because i had to do like all the quests that are available to me uh. and i had to unlock i had to find all of the landmarks and all the areas i already had unlocked which also mm. sucked thankfully youtube exists so <laughs> i'm not doing this myself no fuck that that was mm -mm. that was that was like five hours of effort. I am not happy about the effort I put into this. Because I'm like, oh, God, I have to find all these landmarks. And I'm like, wait a minute, YouTube exists. I don't have to do this. Someone else has already done it for me. Someone's already done the legwork. That's 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 one thing I love about YouTube, man. People have already done people have done years and years of potential legwork for people like me to where all I have to do is be like, This was not my progress. Someone else did the work for me. Link in the description to their video. Ha <laughs> ha I've succeeded. I have passed I have passed the buck over to somebody else. If you don't like it, deal with it. But I I wasn't doing it. That was too much effort. At least you now have the equipment. I now no, I don't have the equipment. I do not. Ah, in fact, not okay. no, I have. Um, so I'm missing a bit. Mm -hmm. uh, the quest uh, story lock you. Uh, the quests are story locked ah, okay. after a certain point. So I complete ah. all these quests only to find out that I am now story locked until I get closer to the end of the game, and then the game will let me do the rest ah. of the quest that I want to do. Ah, okay. <sighs> this sucks. This is not. <laughs> This isn't why I play video games for. This isn't. What I find interesting, though, and this is something I've noticed a lot on, like, YouTube, that there's a really weird split between, like, creators, right? So, like, you have creators who, like, are really good at, like, every game they pick up, right? They pick them up, and they're doing uh -huh. guide after guide after guide, right? And it's like, damn, uh -huh. you know all this shit? And then you got slubs like me who just have to pick it up and... Pray to God I don't fuck up that badly. Which is cool. Like, it's nice. I, I think there should be credit to someone who's willing to, like, figure it out. But it also kind of makes me a little self-conscious when I'm like, damn, every other video on this game is, like, people who are, like, fucking fantastic at it. God damn. Dude, as the... long as those are also doing it themselves and not 
having someone figure it out for them. <laughs> yeah, but isn't that kind of like the uh, the chicken and the egg situation? It's like this person did a video guide yeah. about the game, but secretly he got the video guide from this person who secretly got it from another person. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't really ever know where it's like an, it's like a needless feedback loop. It just kind of goes around and around and around and around, and then you find out there's a time traveler involved who accidentally brought the information. So now the feedback loop doesn't actually mm. start anywhere. It actually starts from the future. It's not just a Mobius strip. Mm. <laughs> I forget what they call that. I forget what it's called. Where like someone from the someone from the future goes back and gives information, which then starts an entire feedback loop. But now no one can figure out where that feedback loop started from because it started from a place that it shouldn't have started from to begin with. Because it started from mm. the future. It's a, something in the kind of a time paradox. Yeah, it's a it's an information yeah, paradox. That's probably a different. Yeah, there's probably a different uh, definition uh, term for it, but but yeah, I um, like that that happened because I was like, damn, because it's one of those things to where it's like I admit I'm not like there's certain things I'm just not good at, and like in a span of a video where they teach me battle mechanics and they're throwing at you so much shit in a single fight, they're throwing all this information at you. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I'm cheeks for like two videos, but I promise you, after those two videos, I've already looked up on YouTube. I know how this combat system works mm-hmm. now, right? <laughs> I lost to like the very first boss they throw at you because I just I was like, why isn't this working? Ah. And then I'm like, oh, items. That's why. Then I made a bomb, and then it died, and then I realized wow. bombs are actually really worthwhile. So now I keep them on me. Then I'm like, how do I heal myself? Oh, wait, items. <laughs> Who would have thought? There are no spells that do healing. Wait, there's so... potions for healing? What? Yeah, there's there's potions, there's biscuits, there's desserts. It, you have you have a full-on smorgasbord of things you can eat to regain health in battle. It's ridiculous. And that's that's it. That's that's all I've that's why I've learned. I've realized that uh sometimes you just gotta spend an hour two hours, three hours getting good at a game only to come back the next video and people don't, and people suddenly don't think you're the same person playing the game anymore. It happens. It <laughs> just gotta, gotta push on through, man. Just gotta, gotta, gotta push on, push on through. Uh, this controller has been on for like a day straight cause I forgot to turn it off and it's still going. Um, uh, kudos to you, Nintendo. Your pro controller is apparently unobtainium when it comes to a battery, because this thing just does not stop. I check its battery yeah, life like every pro. single day. It's just like, god damn, it's still going. It's only died like twice. <laughs> yeah, the pro controller is really good in that regard. I think it has around, what was it, 20 uh, hour battery life in use, so it probably has a really good also a really good uh power save mode yeah when it detects it's not in use so that's gonna last you a long time yeah on the charge yeah oh uh, yeah that's so... one of the really good things about it it's ob- obviously it's not the perfect one but no because like now that i've used like that uh-huh. i've been using like ps5 controller i've had uh-huh. my time with the xbox controller it's all right like the pro controller, mm-hmm. it's good enough. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it it's is. Gu- it's I good really enough. don't didn't like the D pad though. 
Okay. Went I, back I, when I used it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, can, I can find it. You know, it seemed kind of a bit, uh, well, uh, for one, compared to other D-pads that Nintendo made, it seems a bit mushy. Mm. And in Breath of the Wild back then, I had the issue that it's also a little inaccurate. Oh. That huh. it triggers one of the, uh, di- I think it's one of the diagonals or one of the sides too, too easily. Mm. I'll do it. Yeah. That'll, that'll. Some, something's up there. It might be just that the controller is slightly defective on my end, but that's not a good thing if that happens. And yeah, especially I when you're paying I've, like $80. Uh, I've read about it. Mm-hmm. Especially when you I think I've heard other people talk about that online but it's been a while so can't be sure on that when you're paying like 80 dollars mm-hmm. for an additional controller yeah that's uh that's mm-hmm. a tough i think it's 10 10 more than the usual no the it's usual not controller it, i think it get, or was it 20 more it boils out a little more than like buying. I think either boils out the same or a little more than buying normal Joy Cons. And normal and buying a set of Joy Cons mm-hmm. is pretty expensive as it is. So, definitely. You know, God forbid you got to buy like more than one. That's uh-huh. that's a that's a that's a tough situation to be in. Not not certainly one I'd want to be in. That's for damn sure. Just saying. All right. Sure. Well, that's it. That's all I have for you, CD. Uh, it's been a time of me getting good at video games. That's uh, putting putting my brain to use, trying to figure out how to break the system, only to realize I cannot break the system. I have to play by its rules. Yeah, sometimes that happens. It happens a lot. For me, this week it's been mostly one game. Bloodstained. On the deck. Ah, I did, I did see you on that a few times this week, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I've been putting hours into that, mainly, because I've been, again, pretty busy with work this week, so <laughs> used my time with that, mainly. Is getting getting there. Is that the 2D? Is that the... um? Which one is that one? Which one are you playing? Is that the, the, the modern one, or is that the retro throwback one? The modern did? one. The okay. modern one, Ritual of the Night. Uh, got, got not it. the not the retro uh pixely uh one but the the one with the one that they made the kickstarter for initially mm-hmm. okay let's make sure the wasn't the sure one. which one mm-hmm. yeah and i've been defeating quite a few bosses uh i'm now at about 60 percent of the map uncovered Getting there, unlocking more of the areas, finding more of the powers. I'm getting closer to really being able to move underwater. But I can move underwater, but I still have no way of opening the chests that are there. (laughs) So there is that. Ah, okay. Okay. But at least I can now use one of my powers to just uh, propel myself ahead by um, using a... Uh, essentially a blast, uh, a high-speed blast of water mm. that Miriam can uh, use through her hands, which is, which is a nice uh, weapon underwater as well that doesn't run out of mana in contrast to other special abilities. Nice. Yeah. That, that's 
at the moment, that's also my only way of defending myself underwater. So yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's gonna have kind of to good do. That it doesn't use mana. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna have yeah. to do. Mm. Yeah, I'm definitely liking the game. Um, currently, my main weapon is a sword that I can fling ahead of me, and it returns in a uh, spiraling motion. So. Mm. It hits the enemies first, and then it hits them again uh, once they it returns, which is a nice which is a nice double hit if I time it right, and the enemy is big enough for it to be hit both ways around. And there's um, a defensive ability that I equip that surrounds me with um, haunted uh, picture frames, which uh, then float uh, surround me, and they defend me and when they hit either an enemy or a projectile they disappear one by one but i can then just reactivate it and resummon them castlevania is a nice game. one castlevania games they mm -hmm. always get so creative with the way with the <laughs> way you attack people mm -hmm. yeah and i also have a, a familiar with me which is essentially a uh, another floating sword that attacks enemies on its own Mm -hmm. And it levels up as it as I gain experience. It also gains experience, which levels it up and makes it stronger. And as far as I know, um, I think it was Symphony of the Night or some other game that also has that uh, mechanic that I can use that sword as a main equipped sword. Mm -hmm. And the more it's leveled up, the stronger it is. Oh, nice. Yeah. Which makes which makes it really really useful to just have it active as often as you can <laughs> as a familiar to gain levels for it. Nice. Which is pretty much what I'm doing. Nice. The other sword that I'm using that gives me the range uh, for my attacks is not as powerful, but for one due to the double attack, that gets a bit of. Um, a counterbalance and obviously the range is really useful. Mm -hmm. right. I can also uh, attack enemies through walls and such. So yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> and yeah, I'm definitely continuing with that. I've uh, still looking for a few of the powers and additional items to open up some more passages that I. I'm currently stuck at in some areas, but yep, that's a Metroidvania for you. Yeah, <sighs> really nice. You know, it does make me like kind of mad. Not like huh? not like super mad, but like one of my buddies is like, "Why don't you like?" Because like I don't like Metroid games, like generally speaking, mm -hmm. right? Like Metroid in general just doesn't. I don't know, mm -hmm. but like just Metroid or the Castlevanias um... like that as well. Or is Met it specifically the Metroid setting that's the problem? Uh, no, because like sci-fi could be cool. I just don't find a lot of the gameplay mm -hmm. compelling, especially when you look at like mm. Prime. I'm like, I don't, I don't vibe this really. Like, it's a kind of a mm -hmm. like Prime is like a cool gimmick to me. I guess you know what I mean. Uh -huh. Like, it's something I'll play for like it's an scouting. hour. Yeah, it's. Mm -hmm. I'm like, cool, this is a point-and-click adventure, like, missed. Okay, I guess that's kind of <laughs> cool for the first, like, hour or two, right? And, like, 
I don't know. Like, I tried Dread. I didn't really vibe that mm-hmm. one either. Like, it plays well. Mm-hmm. I just didn't really didn't vibe didn't vibe mm-hmm. that game as much as I feel like I would have. But then, like Castlevania mm-hmm. games, I don't. I only really vibe the ones that have like RPG, like ones that kind of like let you build on like the RPG stuff, like Symphony of the mm-hmm. Night. A lot of the GBA ones that kind of get goofy with the weaponry. I think I've shown you the GIF of Soma Cruz with Excalibur. Yeah, there's a re- mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a reason why I like that one so much. I think that's the only one where the kid just pulls out a fucking gun and starts just blasting motherfuckers with a pistol. Like he pulls out like a Glock. Actually, he pulls out a Glock nine yeah, and just starts shooting like- Frankenstein. Like what? <laughs> yeah, there's gun weapons in uh, Bloodstained as well. Yeah, see? So you can have all kinds of weapons, swords, clubs, great swords, uh guns, um was it whips, obviously. Like I don't even mind like Castlevania game without whips. I don't even <laughs> mind like the backtracking. The backtracking isn't what bothers mm-hmm. me, right? Cuz like who cares? Like that's most, usually also yeah, um, I backtrack in RPGs. Systems at all. Yeah, I backtrack in RPGs yeah. all the goddamn time. Backtracking is not the thing that's going to suddenly turn me mm-hmm. away from liking a video game. I just don't know. Metroid yeah. just hasn't really it's never really grabbed me. I don't know if it's mm-hmm. just hasn't clicked with you. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's never clicked. It's just but my but my friend's like, Yeah, but you know, Metroidvania infers that you would both like Castlevania and Metroid. <laughs> I'm like, Well clearly not. Clearly, clearly, the the Vania part is more interesting to me than the Metroid part. Yeah. Clearly. So, maybe I'm weird. I accept that. We already know I'm not the most normal person here. So, you know, I leave the normal stuff to you. But me, I, I, I tried. Just, I tried. Just don't let the wrong person hear that or you'll be a womanator. It's, it's fine. <laughs> Hate me. I don't even... I don't care. Do it. Do it. There, there's still a tweet on my Twitter where I'm like, so, where I'm like, Primrose is a hoe, right? Like, we all we all know that. Primrose is a hoe. Like, we just, we just accept. Yeah, I said that. That's on my Twitter. Go back and find it. I never deleted it. All right? Go on. So when y'all, when y'all come after me and you pull that tweet, remember, CD, I called it. Yeah, of course. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Today's episode is something a little different, a little special. We were on, I wanted to, I, I initially, initially the story was based around a single story that it's going to be expanded outward to talk about Final Fantasy in general as a, as a whole, uh, which is going to be interesting. And the main thing I wanted to bring up, the main thing that we were going to bring up is the fact that Final Fantasy 15, uh, has a fish has hit shipments in digital sales top 10 million mm-hmm. gonna be honest that's impressive that's mm-hmm. impressive not necessarily not because i think the game's like not good but because the, the general reception to the game wasn't mm-hmm. uh how would yeah, you say a, overwhelmingly positive mixed <laughs> <laughs> wasn't overwhelmingly mixed. positive yeah and Definitely. like i even after like i went back and played a good deal of it I'm a little mm-hmm. bit torn on. You see the thing. Okay, so here's my feelings about 15 in general, right? Like, like I mm-hmm. said, the the road trip bro aspect, I'm totally about. Like, you give me just mm-hmm. these characters together, yeah. just being bros for like 40 hours, I'm probably fine with it. It's a fantastic road trip. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
the overarching story sometimes I'm like, eh, a little drama-y for my taste. It's it's fun. Overall, honestly, it's, I liked it. It's fun. It's a, it's a good mm -hmm. time. It's definitely... Yeah. I, I did like... I mean, obviously, you don't know the whole background from the start, so it just yeah, opens it, yeah. up bit by bit. But when once you know the real reason behind everything... Yeah, and having watched having watched Kingsglaive, I'm not saying that that's required viewing, mm -hmm. but having watched Kingsglaive and then it seeing helps. the events unfold that lead to some of the things you know happen in Kingsglaive towards the end, I'm like, ooh, mm -hmm. oh no, that's over. That just happened. Oh, there was a Megazord battle in the middle of the city. <laughs> oh, <laughs> ooh, ooh. Ooh, Noctis, I hope... help. Ooh, Noctis, mm. feel happy you weren't there for that one. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> that's tough. That is, mm. that is tough. But yeah, it, it hit 15 million in, in sales, which I, I have to think that's yeah, 10 really... 10 million. Tough. I'm sorry, 10 million, 10 million sales, and it launched <laughs> in 2016, so... Yeah, that's not bad, that's... Mm-hmm. Not at all. Yeah, that's a little... I mean, especially considering it did reach uh, the first few million quite quite quickly. So, uh, when I saw this, I decided I wanted to do a little bit of uh, background research about sales of some other Final Fantasy games that might be culpable mm -hmm. to uh, this one. Uh, with that mm -hmm. hitting the, the, big, the big number of 10 million. Uh, now, Final Fantasy wise, the the highest selling one still is still seven at sitting at around thirteen. But I don't think anybody would be surprised. I don't. I, I, nope. Uh, surprisingly enough, uh, it actually. Now I don't know how often this was kept. Cause I know fourteen's gotten more popular. It has fourteen sitting at just a little under. 15 in the 10 million mark so it has like 10.9 million for 15 10.5 million for 14 not sure how accurate that is i know the game has seen a really large influx so i don't know how recent these numbers are and obviously it's a bit difficult to compare games that require a subscription to yeah because it's games. like are you just are you just gauging it by people who bought it are you gauging it by people who are still subscribed? Are you gauging it by people who continue? You can't. It's almost impossible. You can't really. There's no really strong metric for that. Surprisingly enough, uh, just below that is a Final Fantasy X at uh, 10.1 mm -hmm. million, which I would yep. say I'm surprised, but I'm not. I'm not surprised. No, I'm not, not really. I'm not surprised. If like. You'd have to... I, I feel like people would have to have been around for the PS2 when it launched. You know what I mean? When the PS2 mm -hmm. launched to understand just how big of a deal Final Fantasy X really was. Like, I don't feel like you can really express just how big of a deal this game was. That it was, like, promoted on the back of the PS2's, like, console box. Like, as being, like, a big mm -hmm. piece of software. Next to... I think it was, like, Dark Cloud... MGS2, Devil May Cry. Mm -hmm. I mean, come on, man. That's stacked. Yeah. That's, that's, mm -hmm. you can't, 
you can't find i don't think there was a console that had a better series of promised games outside of maybe what the super nintendo maybe 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 the super nintendo maybe i think yeah. that i think that might be although the closest at that time yeah although with the super nintendo it, you didn't really know at the beginning what you yeah what getting. you what you were what you were getting yourself That's into much. That's true. Mm -hmm. uh, following you behind have your launch titles, you obviously know Super Mario World is there and all, but yeah. Uh, following behind ten is Final Fantasy VIII. This one surprises me because uh -huh. for all the crap you hear about people having problems with eight, I'm very surprised it sold that well. Like it's not a terrible game, but you know, I mean it's whatever you know. Yeah. It's, uh... <laughs> If you want to, if you want to complain, just talk to a wall. Yeah, well, I've heard that Whatever. one too. He's the best look. You're the best looking guy at the ball. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Well, in the remaster, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Question that. Um, hmm. That's tough. Final Fantasy VI ranks right below it, but that uh, that number uh, is doubled by the SNES Classic bundles. Mm-hmm. Uh, without the SNES Classic, uh, its sales are somewhere around the upper 4.8 million. But with the SNES Classic bundle, the where it's bundled in, it jumps up to 8.9. Okay. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Though, hmm? I don't know where you're especially looking at the numbers from, but uh, 13, for example. They have announced in 2014 that it shipped over 11 million copies worldwide. Did, did they? Oh, this is... All right, uh -huh. clearly I picked the wrong place. I picked the wrong place for this. Ele really? 13? 11 million? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, 13 okay. has been really popular back in the day. Uh, huh. Despite the whole uh, complaints about the hallway uh, final hallway 13 and uh, the whole press x to win thing it was a really popular game I, I mean it wouldn't have gotten two sequels otherwise i can't believe that game got two sequels though i don't i still can't <laughs> like one sequel fine but they did two sequels for this 13 uh -huh. i'm fairly sure square was just happy to be done with it after they finished this th after they finished the second uh, the, the second sequel i think Maybe. i might be wrong each of the games from i haven't played the second one and the third but from what i know each of them is really different yeah uh 13 2 expands on 13's battle system and adds more to uh -huh. it and then thirteen yeah. three, lightning returns. Uh, lightning returns is yeah. a very different game. It mm -hmm. it does away with a lot of the mechan. It does away with a lot of the mechanics. I always like to say that that was around the same time that I feel like Square looked at the Tail franchise and went, "Okay, how can we take some of this, some of what they're doing, and mix it with us?" Because at that around the time, like thirteen. Like thirteen Lightning Returns tail was kicking off. I feel like the, I, I would I would be surprised if there wasn't some influence. 13, yeah, maybe maybe I wouldn't. Maybe well, I'm... interestingly, I would also say that something like roguelikes had a bit of an influence. 
Yeah, they were the starting to pop off too. Of, you have a limited, you have a limited time, and depending on what you get, okay, and then you start right back at the beginning and have another go. Uh, not for nothing, Final Fantasy XII Zodiac Age broke. Um, well, this article's old. I picked the wrong article for this one because this is dated for twenty seven for twenty seventeen. It had already broken uh. one million copies. I don't even know what the Zodiac Age did now because this would have been right when it launched i don't think it came out for switch the same time the same time that the ps4 uh, version came out i think they were separated yeah um it came out on switch in 2019 oh wow two years okay not bad took a bit yep two whole that two, took whole, a bit. two whole days see. what does it say here okay the yeah as of going but the at least the uh does it say anything here no nope, nope, nope. no the wikipedia article doesn't say anything about the additional sales either but it probably did get some uh a decent amount i mean switch. historically a lot of any yeah. most games <laughs> that get released on switch do better on mm-hmm. switch who who would imagine the i Mm-hmm. I I can't Definitely. I can't fathom how that works out sometimes. And trust me, I'm someone who has rebought games on Switch, uh, the Sky included. And then I found out that mm-hmm. like the Sky of Five sold gangbusters on Switch compared to its PS4 launch, which oh yeah blows my mind. I'm still mm-hmm. not a hundred percent sure how that happened because the Sky of Five was a good game without oh, definitely without. Like the switch just putting everything in one package, so I I highly doubt mm-hmm. this is a matter of people just being like, oh well I'm not gonna buy the Sky of Five at launch because it's gonna be mm-hmm. all this content that's gonna be re released eventually anyway, so I'll just wait till it comes out. I nah. I doubt that's it. Like that nah. can't be it. I you can't. Think, <laughs> I think it was also mostly the difference was mostly in Japan. I think, I think in the West, uh, Five on the PlayStation sold better in comparison. But in Japan, the difference was really, really big. Well, there's always I think been... about ten times the sales on the Switch in comparison to the there's PS4. There's always been that. That's Japan for you. Yeah, but say Japan's always had this weird relationship with like video game consoles versus like the mobile yeah. gaming. They've had a really weird not, relationship. Not always. It's by now nowadays. It's uh, or at least at the time, it was even more pronounced than before. Obviously, yeah, there has been a divide there, but given the whole rise of mobile uh, games and uh, the Switch then, which really, really profited from that in Japan. I, it, they it does make me... more to the mobile part. Bit. It does make me wonder, though, right? Given, mm-hmm. like, the scene that was changing in Japan around those last, around those years, right? Around, mm-hmm. like... The time of like the PS, you know, the PS4 and onward, where people were Nintendo's mm-hmm. blaming mobile gaming for the failure of their Wii U, which was fucking stupid. The console was underbaked as no. fuck. Don't fucking <laughs> sit here and lie to me, Nintendo. I do kind of yeah. wonder. I do kind of wonder because, like, mm-hmm. I mean, because preface this a little bit. The 3DS had functions on it, like Street Pass. Mm-hmm. That was obviously a very mm-hmm. Japanese thing to have. Like, yeah. 
like the yeah. the street yeah. pass conceptually is a very Japanese thing yeah. to have built into your console because you're mm. gonna have a larger concentration of people in a place like Japan than you will likely ever have in most situations here in America. Like that's just. Although in ma in many of the big cities, I think it's gonna be uh, a little different, just fine yeah. like that. But obviously, there's a lot more spaces in the U.S. and in other continents that are spread out much further in terms of that. So, I would yeah, I would have that's loved definitely a spe Japan specific thing overall. I would have loved to know what like when Nintendo created the Switch. Were they mm -hmm. primarily just aiming at the Japanese market trends, or do you think, or do you think that Nintendo was like, this will do well no matter where it goes? Because on the surface, when you really think about it, it does seem like a console that was aiming specifically at like Japan's trends for the time when they were creating it, right? Like Japan's going more towards mobile. We'll make a console that can act in that space really well, but still isn't a mobile device so to speak they get both the dock is super small so it fits better uh -huh. in the smaller real estate that homes have you see what i mean it all kind of fits it all kind I of i think i think it was primarily motivated by that but i think with the switch they knew that it would be successful outside of japan as well I, due I, to the concept yeah the not the, oh, i, I think they were pretty sure with that I, I want to say no. They probably didn't foresee it selling that well, but <laughs> the non I think, yeah, it was. I think they were pretty sure that it's gonna have the advantage outside of Japan as well. That that novelty of hey, I can take my console game with mm -hmm. me anywhere. I can play it mm -hmm. anywhere, and the battery life is mostly good. Mostly, yeah. it's mo because it, it didn't rely on how many people are in other spaces like with street pass or anything it didn't have any features like that that re required it to work well mm -hmm. in on the on the go but yeah it didn't that's... have anything like that it was a pretty uh universal feature set yeah it just it just kind of made sense it fit the market mm -hmm. with, it fit the market and according to what they felt the wii u failed on you know it it kind of starts to make sense why they did it, especially when they blame mm -hmm. the mobile market for the Wii U's failure and bad marketing, which was like 90% of it. Uh, no, like, for real, I don't remember... I mean, the mobile market definitely also had a hand to play in it. Definitely, like, but the Wii U had a lot of problems like, overall. Like, I yeah. remember Wii commercials. You remember those, right? Mm -hmm. Where the dude show up at the doorstep of some poor fuck's house uh, is yeah. like, we would like to play. Mm -hmm. Right, right. See, yep. you remember them. Uh, Do you remember a Wii U commercial? <laughs> no, but that's more because at, I never I never see, saw either commercial just live on television. I just uh, saw the okay. Wii commercials uh, through advertisements on YouTube and because uh. I got uh, notified of them or someone linked them or something like that but with the wii u ones no i've never ah. seen i've never no, seen a wii I u don't think so i have never seen a wii u oh. commercial like mm -hmm. and tv was still fairly prominent t like tv so to speak in a traditional form was a still fairly prominent means of entertainment back then so mm -hmm. 
I don't sure. remember seeing. Uh, Has been much less for me, but in the overall, yeah, definitely. I don't remember seeing a Wii U commercial, but you know, mm -hmm. I also owned a Wii U, so <laughs> you know, we all make mistakes, CD. Sometimes, sometimes they're cheap mistakes, and sometimes they're three hundred dollars mistakes that come with the Mario Kart game. It happens. <laughs> It hap it happens. It happens to the best of us. I got my time out of the console back then, so it's fine. Ah, <sighs> goodness. So one of the things I kind of wanted to do for this was talk about features mm -hmm. of the Final Fantasy franchise mm -hmm. that I yeah. I want to see come, and I don't want to uh -huh. see come. You know, Final Fantasy for all for the monument of a game franchise as it is. It lives and each game lives and dies by what features the game decides to try to have in their game at any given mm -hmm. installment. Doesn't yeah. so it's been a lot of different ones. So before I go any further, CD, which Final Fantasy games have you played? Uh, let me think. It's not been that many. Uh, I'm about to say I don't feel like it's been one. many. I've been I've played a bit of one, but not that much. Okay. Uh, seven a little, but not that much either. Okay. Because okay. okay. wasn't that wasn't in my uh, field of interest back in the day due to not being on uh, well the PC port at the time. I think wasn't really that good. Were so, you wait? Were you talk? Are you talking about like the old school PC port for seven? Are you talking yeah. like oh yes? Oh the old one. <laughs> oh okay. Yeah. That's why I didn't. <laughs> I didn't even look at it because I heard okay, it's this is not made that well. The music was, I think, completely MIDI, and so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. no, I no. And back then, I didn't uh, hear about the hype over the game either as much. So okay, okay, this just didn't didn't really care as much. Let me think. I haven't played much of the earlier ones. Uh, no, twelve, no. We know fifteen. Well, yeah, fifteen was I think the first one that I really played a lot. Okay, all right, cool. cool. I played that one through on the PS4. Back when uh, I started it, when it was really new, and I think I completed it once the uh, bigger update was out. Yeah. Yeah, I think sense. it was that way, or, although I'm not really sure when I completed it, but it has been pretty early. It's It was kind of evolving as I went along with the game because about... they did add updates. Uh, yeah, they, they were really determined there. to make mm -hmm. that game better. Or at least fix as many of the complaints that people had about it as they could without mm -hmm. like breaking the game over their breaking the game over their knee and just rebuilding it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, and then I put in several hours uh, on the PC once the Royal Edition came out. There mm -hmm. didn't complete it there, but uh, I plan on doing that there again. And the latest one was. Uh, the demo of uh, Seven Remake. Mm -hmm. I haven't played the uh, full one yet, but I'm definitely planning on once. Well, 
once either it gets cheap enough on the Epic Game Store or there's a uh, Steam version of it. <laughs> <laughs> Whichever one happens first. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah, cool. Much. Cool. So I'm going to spitball some of the things on both the positive and negative side for the Final Fantasy uh-huh. franchise. So a little background on me. I've played a very large amount of these games, uh, ranging mm-hmm. from Final Fantasy 3, the original 3, I played 4, played a decent amount of 5, pretty much beat 6, beat 7, I beat 8, mm-hmm. I beat 9, basically beat 10, basically. Uh-huh. Uh, played yeah, a... 10, I did also play a little bit of uh, on, on Vita. the remaster. Yeah, exactly. I was about to say, it's probably on Vita. It sounds like you probably would have played it on Vita. Um, bit of 10. Not as much as 12. Mm-hmm. All right amount of 13. Not a lot. I'm going to go back to that one soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. 15. Put in a lot of hours, but I didn't actually beat it. I didn't even get as like that far into it. It was just putting a lot of hours just doing side quest shit because I found the game to be fun and... Mm-hmm. Fucking around and trying out new spells and blowing up soldiers was actually my past my pastime hobby. I've become very good at it. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I feel like I have a decent amount of experience with this franchise, for better or for worse. I so. Yeah. I so. So, <laughs> let me uh, start with something that uh, needs to change wholeheartedly. Uh-huh. Do not bring back stat grids in general. I do not want any more stat boards, stat grids, none of that nonsense. Mm-hmm. I, I, uh-huh. oh God, I hate these things so much. Like, I understand why they exist because, you know, you get to pick out where your stuff is. You've, you've seen, like, the, uh-huh. the sphere grid in 10, right? The uh-huh. crystallarium in 13. The gambit uh-huh. board in 12. You know, uh-huh. I... I think a lot of it is because a lot of times these boards just boil down to like percentage based increases to me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of that stuff can just be transparent or just be something you see when you level up, right? You level up. Oh, Hey, these stats went up. Cool. I know. Thank you. Fantastic. And this kind of plays into something else. I kind of want, I kind of would like mm-hmm. these games to go back to like, characters being unique unto themselves right mm-hmm. like like all right in final fantasy 9 this is the greatest final fantasy 9 zidane is a thief he is always a thief huh? his primary skill is stealing he does not ever stop being a thief he does not suddenly he cannot suddenly just learn black magic and start throwing spells at people he is a thief you see what i'm getting at like the specialized characters yeah specialized mm-hmm. i want to see more i want to see that come back again Final Fantasy X kind of got there, but if you decide to really invest time into the sphere grid, that disappears because then every character can learn every skill from every class and it doesn't make a difference anymore. So all the characters, Mm. depending on how you play the game, all kind of become the same. Mm -hmm. Although you'd probably have to invest quite a bit of time in that. You would. There would be time investment. And my my complaint here doesn't just extend to just that one. Like, 13 does the same fucking thing. It's like, you play the game enough, and you power yourself up enough, every character can be good at every single one of those classes, or whatever they call them, the 
Synergist, Commando, you know, those things. The ones they had for 13. Mm-hmm. They can all basically be good at all of them anyways. You can talk about like, oh, well, this character's better at this one, but stat what? There's some minor stat differences. But at the end of the day, you could make any character pretty good at whatever thing you wanted them to be at. And I kind of just, I want to see more specialized uses. I want to see characters be more... I want to see that level of like specialization for each character kind of play more into the story, so to speak, because you don't uh-huh. see that as much anymore. I don't feel like that that really has been a thing. Fifteen was kind of like the worst as far as worst offender because they were all really kind of kind of similar. At least to me, they all felt kind of similar. I'm like, yeah, Gladio's swinging around a giant ass sword, but. I mean, Noctis could do something uh, similar. Yeah, but Noctis was still the special character in that regard. All the others were definitely uh, specialized. Mm. Especially once you had the um, once you had the uh, Royal Edition upgrade, when you could uh, control them. You notice that because each of the characters had their own uh, battle system. Mm, that might have been why I didn't really get to control them very. I didn't really see a point in controlling. Mm, yeah, them. the original didn't. The original didn't have that. Yeah. That's I think is why they made Noctis more universal in terms of that. That you had access to all kinds of weapons, especially through the Royal Arms stuff and all. And then they added the whole um, combat mechanics for all the other characters. Which each has the specialized thing, like um, Gladio with the uh, more heavier hitting weapons. Um, Prompto with a gun. And Prompto <laughs> with the guns, yeah. <laughs> and the I camera. Would, I would just like to say there are so many there are so many things in fantasy games that could be solved if the main character just pulled out a gun. <laughs> oh. And at 15, they do. Gandahar. <laughs> like, can you imagine two worlds if you just walked into Gandahar's cave and pulled out a Glock 9 and just put two put two, put two, in his dome piece? The game's over. Like, what's he going to do? I'm Gandahar, the great evil wizard. Hello, I'm the hero. This is a Glock 911. Have fun. Pop, pop. <laughs> Done. Mosey back on Mosey. <laughs> Mosey back on home. Mosey back on to the village. Tell everybody the great evil wizard is dead, and the Glock mm-hmm. and the Glock goes back into the chest, never to be pulled out again until evil decides to rear its ugly face. <laughs> Just saying, gun solve. Any t- any time a JRPG lets me have a gun. I'm like, this should be the most busted thing in this game. This is so ridiculous. Why? Why is anybody? Why is why is anybody using the sword? If obviously Prompto over here is packing actual heat. Like, yeah, you can say you can make the argument that like, oh well, Noctis can throw like fire bombs at people and explode people in electricity. Like, yeah, that's dangerous. But once again, Prompto has an actual yeah. physical gun. Sure, I mean, Tales of Arias has one of your main characters with a gun. A... Well, uh, yeah, a nice rifle. Yeah, <laughs> full full on combat ordnance. Hmm. Uh, one thing I 
one thing I do want to see. God, I hate bringing this up because it makes me sound like more of a Seven fanboy than I really am. I would love to see more variations of what Seven did with Magic. Like, as far as, like, Materia and customizing what Magic you could give people more. Or even what, like, Six did. Because Six did a lot of the same thing. Six, six and Seven were very similar in how they handled Magic. Where, like, any you could teach Magic to pretty much any character. And they could have any variety of spells you wanted to have. And yeah, you although could... low-wise, at least six was more uh, unique. Yeah, due to it only having magic with certain characters at first, and yeah, yeah, because six. magic wasn't really a thing anymore in that world at the start. So yeah, there were really few magic users. There's a really nice scenario, honestly. Yeah, there's a reason why the brothers freak the fuck out when Terra throws a fireball at something, mm-hmm. and they're like, <laughs> "What?" <laughs> What was that? <laughs> Sabin's uh-huh. like, Edgar, did you see that shit? Yeah, I did. That was magic. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Edgar's Got whipping out a fucking chainsaw. So, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would, I want to see. that's one thing where that's, I don't know. I was kind of a bit disappointed within 15 that the magic kind of seemed. Mundane? More. Yeah, kind of just, <laughs> just yeah, okay, kind of existed. Brew some potions, throw them. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. It didn't, didn't really seem that that interesting. I wanna. I would also like to see magic, kind of have more of like an in-game lore, like a more of an mm-hmm. in-game appeal, so to speak. Because like in nine, I mean, the whole uh, giants. Uh, what were they called in fifteen? I know what you're like, talking about. Yeah. The Like what? Ifrit and all. Yeah. They, es- espers, summons, they, whatever you want to call yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah, they were... That's the part that I really liked about 15. That they made such a big deal out of those. In comparison. That they really seemed to be... Uh, well... Powers of uh, really forceful powers, and yeah, they and, were a big deal. And active. even though they didn't have that much of an impact overall in this, in that, but when they were there, yeah, <laughs> and they actively, they actively like changed the world around them whenever they appeared. Like uh-huh. if Shiva was summoned, the entire place around where she's uh-huh. being summoned suddenly dropped like fifty <laughs> fucking degrees. Despite yeah. that, despite that, Noctis was technically the reason he's like, oh god, it's fucking cold. What the uh, fuck, bitch? Damn. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, I like that when they had that cutscene. I think it was in the train when she was summoned in there. Yeah, <laughs> she's, like he's just shivering. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> like I kind of yeah, think sixteen uh, might be in that uh, in that going into that direction. From what we've seen of that one trader, I will give them credit. They they've done good. They've only they've showed us very little, which tells which makes me feel good because that means they working. Mm-hmm. They're, they're mm. you know I you I always get a little concerned when. It'd be interesting what if they show something for the uh, what is it now twenty fifth anniversary thing. We're more likely to see that than see anything about Final Fantasy Seven Part Two. I'll be honest. I think yeah. we'll we'll see that. Yeah, that's probably more a thing for the Game Awards show. Please, 
please let this be good. Please. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. So I would like to see more systems like Materia, uh, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. I want to see. It doesn't have to be Materia or anything. I want more systems like that where your characters. Yeah, a more can... intricate magic system or yeah. more intricate skill system. Yeah. Yeah, more. I agree there. Um, that's. This is going to be an unpopular take. Uh huh. It's going to be a hot take. So. Okay. I'd like Go to see. Tur- I'd like to see turn base come back. I I know. I know. I know. Don't don't shoot me, everybody. I mean, there's okay. definitely there's definitely a fan base for that. I Obviously, would... it's not the current trend, but I know. Yeah. I know. It's I not. Can, I can see where you're coming from. Definitely. I would like to see. I think I think a lot of it's something that's gonna be more for the side titles. Like, I would uh, I would either want to see turn base. I want to see turn base mm-hmm. come back, or I want to see them really commit to like the action combat. Like, I think n- that's what sixteen is gonna do. Like full on, like full on tails. Like go full on. I mean, I mean, I don't know how how full on tail is. Cry battle systems. Yeah, guy is working. Oh on wait, it, is so he? I think. Wait, yes. I didn't. I did not know that. That yeah. was that was pretty. That was known pretty shortly after they uh, oh, well, announced shit. the game that the guy that they snatched the guy from Capcom the was uh, doing the Devil May Cry combat systems. Oh well, and okay. They put Never him mind. to work on sixteen, which. I think you kind of notice in the trailer. Yeah, kind of. Because that's, yeah. I I think you'll get your full-on action. Yeah. In that one. I guess my thing, I want I want commitment either way. I would like, mm-hmm. I, as much as I would like turn-based, some level of turn-based to come back, I admit that's not a trend. I, I get it that the trend has long since left the turn-based mm-hmm. RPG combat to yeah. more of the niche bin so mm-hmm. to speak as much as it hurts my spirit and my soul as much as it hurts it is the way it's going to be i'm gonna have to live with that oh uh, you know what i now that i really think mm-hmm. about it i don't how do i say this i would be kind mm-hmm. of okay if we didn't embrace any more future settings or any more futuristic settings in final fantasy I would be hmm. I'd be kind of I don't think they have to go full on medieval but I wouldn't want I wouldn't want another 13. I wouldn't want another 13, like another 13 base uh-huh. setting. That I wouldn't want. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say 13 was just plain futuristic. I mean Because if it's you have like jetpacks and that's... Mass Effect yes. base shields. The tech, and... the, the tech <laughs> Yeah, the tech was there but I think that wasn't your classical futuristic setting. It was much, well, how would I put this? Much weirder than that. Yeah. If they'd go with a more regular futuristic setting, like, say, take 15 and add to the tech advances there, because 15 already was a bit more of a futuristic setting s- but with a bit of magic in it you see though and that i think worked quite well i don't know man when i played 15 i didn't get mm-hmm. <laughs> as dumb as it's gonna sound there were so many mm-hmm. moments in 15 where i was like you know what 
I'm vibe with what you guys are going through. Your car broke down on the side of the road and you guys don't have anyone to come get you. I vibe with that. That to me doesn't scream futuristic. That to me just screams yeah, shit sure. that happens to me in my day-to-day life. Like, <laughs> Sure, but that's, that's mainly because, well, yes, uh, those problems are still there. That's not something that uh, in the future you're just gonna <laughs> do away of. with. Yeah, but because then... Yes, granted, that was added in an in a post-release update, but then you get your upgrades uh, for your car. Then yeah. you go flying. Yeah, then you can fly the <laughs> you can fly the car. So fair, fair enough. And, I mean, overall, uh, yes, much of the tech was also magic powered, but uh, Magitech, hum. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I think something like that would be really nice that you'd have you'd have that uh, combination of magic and technology some in parts maybe something like uh, a rivalry between magic and technology ah. and and then having some bits where you merge the two as the as a balance of it something like that could work really nicely i think so let me ask you this, CD. I want your mm-hmm. opinion on something. How did you mm-hmm. feel about those numerous crossovers that Fifteen had? The Assassin's Creed, the couple noodles, the you know, like those sort of weird media good. crossovers. <laughs> like, like <laughs> I didn't really uh, experience the Assassin's Creed when I only read about it. Oh, I didn't so have good. that in the game. It's so good. <laughs> but the the cup noodle one was just funny. Honestly. The Assassin's... Because of how over the top it was done. The Assassin's Creed one is so good. It's now uh-huh. in universe canon that <laughs> Assassin's Creed is Nocturne's as uh, Noctis's favorite video game franchise. It's his favorite. <laughs> Honestly, I don't mind that as but that was uh, I don't really mind stuff like that. That was that as like, long as it's a bonus thing on top of everything that you have your consistent world and then you add stuff like that as a kind of a as opposed cheesy, cheeky nudge and all as opposed to like Norman Reedus chugging down a Red Bull in the middle of Death Strand. <laughs> Uh, I think it was Monster. <laughs> was it Monster? It was Red Bull or Monster? Yeah. It was one of the two. Some Monster. It was Monster originally. <laughs> but that's also gone away now with the director's cut. Which is hol- which is hilarious. I love it. Yeah. I, lo- I love it. I love it so much. I see that was... Uh, I I didn't even mind that when I saw that with the Stranding just... because, I mean, it's whatever. Cool. It's Kojima, and two, I think it's hilarious. I think it's hilarious every time he throws in like real world shit into his video games that have that's like mm-hmm. they're so unusual and off the wall. It's like, yeah, monster energy drink is a thing in this universe. Oh, well, clearly this is the same Earth I live on. Fantastic. Um, it's. It's interesting that that brand survived the whole apocalypse stuff there, but I mean, okay, yeah, suspension disbelief, my man. Um, one doesn't the... really affect affect my experience of the game one way or the other, honestly. One thing I can see why some people it would uh, it wouldn't uh, it would bother, but for me it's a eh. yeah. 
I feel like I said, I find it more funny. One thing mm-hmm. I do want to see Final Fantasy do is I'd like to yeah. see more content, like mainline Final Fantasy content, send the Evilese universe. Mm. Like, the same universe as, like, the Tactics games, the same universe as Final Fantasy mm-hmm. 12. Uh, I want to mm-hmm. see another Ivelisse-based game of some variety. I don't know. Maybe they're not going to ever go back to Ivelisse, or maybe that's just going to be set for, like, mm-hmm. side content. But I'd like to see an Ivelisse-based game of some variety mm-hmm. in the mainline franchise. You've done it at least once, so you've proven that you're okay with letting Ivelisse be part of the mainline Final Fantasy game. So, mm-hmm. you know... Um, you could do that. You could even, like, make an Ivelisse game that ties back to Vagrant's story. I mean, only a handful of people played it, but those of us who did would really, <laughs> really, really like some follow-up on Vagrant's story. I'd love to see that. For God's sakes, man, we're getting a new Valkyrie Chronicles game, or, uh... Mm-hmm. Like, who saw that coming? <laughs> Wait, I mean, I think you mean Valkyria Profile. Right? Oh, Valkyrie Chronicles. Val- yeah, Valkyria Profile. Valkyria Chronicles was the semi-turn-based, uh, uh, R- yeah, Valkyria R- real-time yeah. RTS with from I, Sega. I got them mixed up, but yeah, like I want, I want new Understandable. I, want... I mean, it's been a long time, I think, since the Valkyria Profile game came out. Was that? I think on the DS. Yeah, probably. Oh. Mm-hmm. Something like that. But yeah, it's been I'd, quite a while. I'd like to see that. I would like. Mm-hmm. I would like to see that. Last but not least, I'm going to go on a limb and mm-hmm. and say maybe, just maybe, don't do any direct sequels. I think, <laughs> I don't have a lot of faith in Square when it comes to, like, direct sequels to their games, man. Like, just stay uh-huh. away from direct sequels in Final Fantasy. Tell your story, end the game, let the story end, and that's it. Just tell your, just tell your story. I've seen what you guys do with sequels. Sometimes they're good, and sometimes you get a 10 to. <laughs> and sometimes you get a, a DS spinoff of a 12 game that nobody played. And sometimes you get a GBA and a DL, DS sequel to Tactics that some people played. Mm-hmm. Just tell your story. Have your have your story be complete in the box. I know that's a pretty average thing to want to bring up, but I feel like Square is the kind of company that if a game does well enough, they're going to try to do a sequel. And I get it, right? If your game does that well where a sequel is viable and, you know, you don't completely... True, although it's probably, it's probably not always... Uh something that's decided on a whim like okay does this sell enough we're gonna make a sequel if they haven't planned it beforehand right if it if they they didn't go into it already planning a sequel it's probably mostly the case that if the game doesn't do well then it doesn't get a sequel but if it does well then they've already have the sequel plans there most likely Although now, nowadays, uh, who knows about that? Who knows? <laughs> We're going to have to wait and see how that goes with 16, for example. We're going to have to wait and see how many more Final Fantasy VII Remake games they actually intend to do. You know what? Screw it, CD. I'm going yep. to go there. I'm going to finish up this mm-hmm. episode with this about Final Fantasy VII Remake. <laughs>
because I need to talk about this. Seven is not a short game. I know I make it seem yeah. short. It is not a short game. Mm-hmm. The, the first part of Seven Remake literally covered the tutorial for the original game. Yeah, the first, what was it, five, six hours or something? Yeah, it covered the tutorial. That was a tutorial segment, CD. There is so much more game. I would be... I mean, they had to, given that it opens up uh, after that point. I, I would be entirely surprised if mm-hmm. they somehow manage to boil down this new set of games down to just three games. I mm-hmm. Three would make the most sense. Uh, it's just that mm-hmm. there's a lot of game they have to cover in that second game. That's the mm-hmm. thing, right? Personally speaking, if it was me, it's not me. I'm not the one making it, but if it was mm-hmm. fucking me, and since we're not telling the same exact story as we were before, clearly they're mm-hmm. not telling the same exact story, when they get to Cosmo Canyon and Red 13's Red 13's grandfather has to explain to them all this goofy shit that's going on, right? Because in the in the main game, he explains like how the planet works, the life stream, how all life comes back to the planet. He kind of explains it to you, the user and the the characters themselves. Except mm-hmm. in this game, he's going to also have to explain, like, what the fuck you guys just did when you guys killed fate. <laughs> <laughs> when you killed the literal embodiment of fate itself, you killed it. It's dead. You have literally destroyed... As far as we know, we'll see what that, uh, you, that's going to mur- turn mur- out to have happened. You murked fate. <laughs> He oh. is gone. Uh, Sephiroth is no maybe longer... One em- maybe mm. one embodiment of it. We'll see how, how they have planned that. I I would like... I'd like to imagine it's just going to be like three, maybe four total games. I'm hoping it's not uh-huh. more than that. I feel like anything more than that. And I'm going to be like really annoyed. Mm-hmm. Unless... Yeah, that would probably make the most sense too. Unless... Hear me out. Mm-hmm. Unless... It's only three games, but that mm-hmm. what that other game is a game where you play exclusively as Zack. <laughs> just, hmm. just saying, just, just saying. If it's a game where you play exclusively as Zack, and they can officially explain to me what the fuck is happening in his timeline right now, <laughs> explain yourself. <laughs> I would be fine with that. I will pay you. A, uh-huh. I will pay you six. I will pay you seventy American dollars for a game <laughs> where I play a Zach again. I didn't say sixty. I said seventy. I will pay you the ten dollar fucking premium. I have a PS Five now. All right. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have a PS Five. I will pay you that ten dollar premium. I'll fucking smile about it. CD. <laughs> I would like it to be no more than three. Probably going to be four games. Hopefully, mm-hmm. it's. I I have a lot of faith. They haven't. They haven't and done. You know what's got, what could be interesting? That at the end, when they're done, mm-hmm. they have the ability to merge all <laughs> to one big title. To one big title. <laughs> that would be interesting. I would like. Uh-huh. That would. That would. I would like to. Like, I understand, like, game development is the way it is, so... 
I would love to see them, like, eventually just be like, hey, here's the Final Fantasy Retold set. Mm -hmm. It's all just it, one... The way I understand it, after orig in the original game, after you go out of the area that the first remake part covers, yep. you don't go back there. No, you don't go back till... You don't officially go back for story reasons until, like, towards the end of the game. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't ever go back. You, you, you go mm -hmm. back once, and that's for a very scripted moment where you have a boss mm -hmm. fight. But that's the only time you go back. Uh, okay. So you essentially... It would be easy to merge the first and second part in that sense that, well... You just combine them, and after you uh, go past that, yeah, you just don't go back there. It's just not an option anymore. Yeah, you just can't not go back. For that, merging those two would be easy. Yeah, for obvious reasons. Mm -hmm. The fact that you pissed off Shinra a lot. <laughs> you pissed off the you pissed off the global power company who runs the who runs the entirety of the world. Congratulations, <laughs> you can never go back now. <laughs> whoops yeah whoops uh, i would i would love i would love for this game to pull some ridiculous nonsense and just i would like it if like at the end cloud ends up seeing like all these different timelines through one like through like when he like, when cloud falls into the live stream which does happen i would love it if cloud just saw all these <laughs> different timelines of him and his group going through all this stuff and then he sees the blocky version of himself from ps1 <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah he sees like and then and then he sees one alternative route where uh zach jumps off the train at the beginning yeah, yeah, he sees like one Off where seven. Yeah, he sees one where like Zach does the bombing run and he's the one that died. Mm -hmm. Uh he sees one where like he sees one where like Tifa gets stabbed and it's not Aerith. He sees one where like mm -hmm. everyone else dies except for him. I wanna see one where is he it pulls like a multiverse of madness and this dude just loses his goddamn mind. Cue Tiffa having to put his psyche back together after that shit, because you ain't... You don't stare into the void like that and walk away a sane man. <laughs> I want to see it so bad. I want to see... I, I really do hope whatever they come up with to explain this multiverse, time multi-timeline madness, I really do hope it boils down to, like, Cloud and Zack like meeting up one more time and then like cloud cloud it's... cloud being like i'm your legacy and zach's like nah dude i'm my legacy <laughs> <laughs> cloud's ptsd evolves into pmsd post multiverse stress disorder yeah because <laughs> so far they whoops so far they've illustrated that pretty much like because by the end of the remake, like, a lot of the characters mm. who are supposed to die don't die. Mm. Like, the Avalanche isn't just Barrett anymore. At the most, of the Avalanche mm. group mm. is still living. Seventh Heaven uh -huh. is in the process of being rebuilt, which did not happen in the original. Seventh Heaven was underneath the plate when it fell. 
That entire no. sector Whoops. seven was pancaked. So the <laughs> yeah, look. Can we talk about the fact that Shinra, this multi-billion dollar corporation, legitimately was like, look, these seven dudes working out of a bar in Sector 7 are causing us so much trouble. We're going to cost our company billions of dollars to drop a plate where people live on onto them, killing countless thousands of people. <laughs> Is Shinra just like, eh, we can ride off on our taxes, dude, it's fine. It's fine. We'll just we'll just write it off on our taxes. It's, it's just uh, collateral. Yeah, it's it's a uh, sunk cost. It's, it's fine, dude. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. It's fine. And you know, Reeve is like, but guys, Barry's cost. Yeah, it's like guys. Those are huge. Those are people's lives we're about to murder. Shouldn't we at least try to evacuate some of them? He's like, eh, nah. Don't worry about nah. it. It's fine. It's like, like, wait, but none of them. Done. He's like, yeah. Well, if we start evacuating some of the people, they might catch on to what we're gonna do. We can't. Gotta, you know, can't evacuate. We gotta, gotta, we gotta They're take out. They're expendable. There's no one important there. Do it. One of the, like, <laughs> I hope Seven Remake, the next parts, give me another boss fight with Rufus, the the now the now president of the of the uh, mm -hmm. company. In the in the original game, you only fight him once, right? And it's kind of a cool fight because you didn't expect the president to pull out a, a sawed-off shotgun. <laughs> and start fighting you like that just doesn't strike me i don't think of a corporate head of a business pulling off pulling a shot sawed off shotgun out of his out of his white jacket walking up with his pit bull and then trying to fight me that just doesn't strike me as a thing i'm gonna have to do but since we're not playing by the same rules anymore i would like that to have i would like me to have a go again with him since he ran out on our mm -hmm. fight the last time he didn't finish the fight i want to finish the fight that we had i feel like he owes me that much sir <laughs> just saying mm -hmm. <sighs> all right i feel better i feel i feel i feel better square no more than four games unless you give me a game where i just play as zach for 40 hours and i get to just play as my homeboy again unless that's what you're doing don't do it Three games. Maybe four. But that's it. I'm watching you. I am messing around with you right now. All right. As always, everybody, hope you have enjoyed this episode of the Turnbase Cynics. As you may or may not know, we can be found on YouTube at Turnbase Cynics. And our podcast is available on multiple podcasting platforms. The least of which, not being the least of which being Spotify, Apple, and Google, and a few others to mention. For those of you that don't know, this show is posted every single Wednesday for your enjoyment. And I do hope you've enjoyed this show. I enjoyed this show. I have certainly enjoyed the new format. And uh, certainly. It's, been a, it's been a blast, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you all have a fantastic week. It's about to be a very busy week for me, to say the least. Mm. But, uh, you know, one way or another, you got to get it done. You know, got to put those hours in. In any case, everybody, have a fantastic week. And we'll see you all next time. Mm -hmm.